welcome everyone the show to the soul cast <laughs> oh i about spit out my drink um all the shenanigans happening happening pre-show is one of the reasons why we're doing this show people wanted the swole cast and so we give the people what they want i'm david kitchen joined by peter overset davis matic and tuttle davis or dan gasper people say that tuttle is a goat of dfs like that's that's what they call him, a goat of dfs people uh, also say that marcus Mariota is a goat of the quarterback position and he is back in back as a starter and uh let's just start off with i know we got tyreek news and everything else but <laughs> let's just start off with with marcus Mariota in atlanta davis initial thoughts on this reunited with arthur smith yeah, I mean, you know, we probably see Felipe Franks by like week six. Um, you know, they could they could potentially be in the market for, you know, they, there's this K, KJ Ellaby kid out of Western Michigan. He seems like a fourth round pick, seems like a direction they might go in. Um, you know, they, they could still they could still trade a second round pick for Jimmy Garoppolo. John Lynch told the media the other day that he has offers in hand for second round picks for Jimmy Garoppolo. So I don't believe it. You don't believe John Lynch or you don't believe the Falcons would do it? I don't believe that he has offers for Jimmy G. I mean, if the Colts didn't trade for him. Well, Matt Ryan's better than Jimmy G, so I believe it. I believe I believe that they would opt for trading a third-round pick and eating all that salary as opposed to trading a second-round pick and having – because I – well, I don't know if Jimmy – I don't know Jimmy G's contracts. That Probably if he gets traded, he'd, he'd need an extension. I'll go look that up. Do you Here's also believe Tuttle? Do you also believe that Colin Kaepernick's trainer has five, has received phone calls from at least five teams this offseason? I do not believe that. No, um, and but I, I just wanted to congratulate you on such a good comparison between myself and, and Mary Goda. <laughs> Past his prime, washed, <laughs> never lived up to his promise. Better behind the scenes. These are all things that mentored by Kitchen. Mentored by Kitchen. <laughs> mentored by Kitchen. <laughs> Hey, they have I, these things in common. Kitchen, honestly, give me your odds that Mariota starts 17 games this season for the Falcons. Oh, like you got to say less than 17. You got to go like 15. Like 17. Okay, 15. What are the odds? Yeah, it doesn't really change games? the question for me. Yeah, I'll I'll say uh, the odds that he, I don't know, like plus 110. Wait, I also 15? just want to back up, Kitchen. You're like, the leash might be not be long enough for 17 games, but I could see him getting through 15. I, I, I think Kitchen, I think Kitchen he's is gonna have like I a re- he's, he's gonna the get the thing injured. with Marcus Mariota is that he had some fluky injuries, like his elbow hitting a dude's helmet. Like that's just a fluke. He's gonna be great, he's gonna be fine. Atlanta's gonna see you don't need much to, to win in the NFC this year. Uh, the Falcons might say, hold my beer on. You don't need much. (laughs) Whatever, whatever they need, whatever they need, the Atlanta Falcons have less than what you need for sure. Davis, who are the, uh, I should ask title this, but I'll, I'll start with you, Davis. Who are the receivers right now on the depth chart for Atlanta? Um, so I know they still have Olamide Zacchaeus. They have Brandon Powell and honest to God, I don't know if I can name another guy that's technically under contract. Um, Peter, you're looking, I am. (laughs) 
not to cheat. I didn't know it was going to be a quiz. Ta- I was legitimately Ta- Tajay Sharp, Christian Blake, Frank Darby, Chad Hansen. Oh yeah, Tajay Austin, Sharp, Austin Trammell. Um, and that's that's where they're at. It's a uh, it's a tough scene for for the Atlanta Falcons. At least they have CPAT. Week fifteen, Marcus Mariota to Chad Hansen. <laughs> it just feels so perfect. He's going to be in our cash game shell yeah. in week eighteen when you come on the Gilcast. It feels like Hansen will be there. We'll have Laird giving us some more stories about them back in the college days. It'll be great. Yeah, feels like that, we need uh, to, get, to get Ridley on this show during the off season. I mean, he hasn't. <laughs> he can start. He's a tout now. Yeah, he can be a tout. Crazy. Is that list of receivers better or worse than what the Packers have? Uh, I mean, MVS is in MVS is in Kansas City right now, so don't don't feel good about that because Kansas City has the cap room to top whatever Green Bay would offer now. And if you include Kyle Pitts as a wide receiver, I mean, Packers isn't even yeah. close. And 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 <laughs> Patterson, and include Patterson as yeah. a wide receiver, not a running back. It's not even close. Packers are rough, man. They Packers might have the have worst. Tanyan coming back this year. They're fine. They... Are <laughs> are the are the Packers? the worst they've ever been on offense other than Aaron Rodgers since, since like we started doing the show like a decade ago, I feel like they gotta be. Oh yeah. It, it almost it makes me wish they would have just started the, the full out tank. No yeah. Rodgers resigned. Who, like the other thing is free agent wise, who can they even get now? Jarvis. They, they, Fuller. They all, Fuller. Fuller. Fuller is going to Cleveland. Yeah. It's trash. What boots on the ground take. Why, why did this happen? What, what's going on in green Bay title? I don't know. Devontae wanted to play elsewhere. I don't blame him, honestly. I don't blame um, him either. Do you think it was drama or the team or? Everyone wishes know. they were in college again, and he just wanted to go yeah. catch passes from the guy he caught passes in college with. The, the grass is always greener. Uh, Rodgers might be on the way out eventually. You know, he might not go through his full contract. The team, the offense is bad, obviously, outside of Rodgers. Um, so, no, I don't, I don't blame him. Um, I, it will be interesting to see what kind of stats he he puts up with with Rodgers. I'm kind of partially. This isn't just a scoring Packers fan take. I am partially on the on the uh, team that that Rodgers helped make Devontae at least a little bit. Well, so remember how bad Adams was the first two years yeah. of his career. I mean, he was useless basically. Um, the the thing that's the thing that's interesting from a fantasy perspective is like, you know, Waller's still on the team. Renfro is not like Carr clearly likes to throw to him. Like, is is Devonte Adams going to go from being the most targeted guy in the NFL to like 135, 140 targets? Like, it's, I mean, pretty tough scene for for yeah. his his volume. It is like the Rodgers era. I mean, obviously they won a Super Bowl, but for the most part, just the whole narrative about how how he felt disrespected. They never w- would beef up his pass catching options. They draft Jordan love. He felt slighted. And then it finally seemed like, all right, we're going to give him the contract. And that's like, Oh yeah, your, your favorite, your best receiver, the best connection you'll ever have. Oh yeah. He's gone. But like, did he know that when he signed the contract, they every, all the, all the people said he did. I, I, I thought it was likely that he did, but it, it would have been hilarious if he did. It would have been sure. so it reminded me before we knew that it reminded me like, as like succession, the show on HBO, like something that would have happened there uh, where it's just like that twist at the end where you think it's going to work out and then something happens. And then now we've got season four coming up, you know, it's uh, that was definitely a, a series or season finale that we had. Uh, speaking of windows being shut, let's talk about the chiefs now, Davis. Um, 
Tyree Kill gets traded, your initial thought is pain and misery. Initial thought is it sucks, right? Like it's it, it and not because I like love Tyreek or anything, um, but just like obviously Tyreek and Mahomes did have like you know a Rogers Adams ish level connection and the reason why they had to do this is eventually you have to pay the piper for wasting all your first round picks. And they wasted first round picks three years in a row. They trade one for Frank Clark. He's useless. They spend one on CH. He's worse than useless. He like actively makes them worse when he's on the field and the trade for Orlando Brown, I think you could say was a success, but what it means is, is that you have no cost controlled labor on your roster. Who do you look at the chiefs 53 man roster and say, that's a good contract. I, I don't think anyone, I, I think you can justifiably say all chiefs players are either properly compensated or overcompensated. And you can't have the most expensive quarterback, the most expensive wide receiver and the most expensive tight end and waste all these first round picks. Um, my, my copium is that as the chiefs are getting their cap situation under control, that is the time that the Chargers and the Bills are going to be running into the same situation that the Chiefs are in now, where so the Chargers are going to have to pay Herbert his mega deal. They just gave Mike Williams a huge contract. They're going to have to pay all these defensive players they have. The Bills are going to have to do the same thing. The Josh Allen mega extension kicks in. Then Diggs is going to be 30. They got to pay Gabriel Davis. They'll have to sign some free agents. So, like, maybe this is the time. You know, this is the time. Why are you to, worried to about cool the Chargers? Down. Well, everyone, you know, this is it's so funny with the Chargers every offseason. They're everyone's favorite team, and they add all these these guys um, in the offseason here. But, it, I mean, in terms of, like, competing windows, Herbert, Mahomes, and Allen are all roughly the same age. And, and Burrow, too, by the way, who is 25, and people forget that he is 25. Um, you know, the Chiefs are, are, are kind of, I guess, moving their window. It's pretty shut right now. It's never shut, obviously, when you have Patrick Mahomes, but they're, they're just – scaling it two years back really so that they're not as aligned with all those other teams the offseason has been absolutely nuts and uh like i like it just as a just as a fan it makes things fun to think about i mean it it's uh from a fantasy perspective it, you know we'll you guys know I, i'm i'm diving in every day like I, <laughs> yeah. How many, how many underdog super flex drafts have you done kitchen? I mean, that's your format. Yeah. yeah you I kind know. of, you kind of, you know, worked with them step-by-step step getting that launched. I you heard. get a royalty on every entry, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I should. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, this is, this, it's, it's just been fun. I want to know like, like best moves that you like the most moves that you like the least. Like Davis, what what move did you like the most, and what move just like you just couldn't believe? Uh, I mean, I think that the best signing of the offseason is Smith Schuster for uh, six and a half million dollars to the Chiefs. Uh, the only thing. Wait, I thought. Would you say that's a good price? Yeah. Would you? You just not? said no. What on on the Chiefs is? You said they're either there we go. properly there we go. priced. I'm wrong. There we go. There's one. <laughs> Um, I, I thought that was the, the best combination of solves an immediate problem for an NFL team and is also really good for fantasy. I, I uh, uh, was just looking at one of my chats that I'm in and I saw a couple guys mentioning that Smith Schuster in their FFPC best balls today was going in the seventh round. Honestly, if they don't draft a wide receiver in the first round, I think he's going to get up even higher than that. Um, the worst move 
I don't know. I don't feel like anyone's really done. I mean, Kirk for Kirk for ninety million dollars, I guess, is the worst one. Because um, what Amari Cooper got three years, sixty million. I mean, I, I would much rather pay Amari Cooper that money. And even like if they like one of your favorite players that maybe it tanked his value. Like let's say like Lavisca was this awesome player, and then he goes to like a dude. Really... We we've moved on. We don't even know who that is anymore. We right. we have completely moved on. But you understand, like he, he goes to somewhere where his talents can't be really uh, displayed. Maybe the Bills trade for him. I've already heard some whispers, a little KC, LaVisca to KC. I, I think I think it would be interesting, but I actually think it would be the type of player you don't want to give to Andy Reid because he would just call some dipshit plays with him. And, like, there'd be – you know, he did the in the, the third and goal against the Bills. He called the belldozer option play. Like, don't even give Andy Reid that option in a big game. Like, don't even give him the option to have LaVisca Chenault throw a pass in a playoff game. I mean, like, Davis, as – Visca truthers, we're scraping the bottom of the barrel here. I <laughs> no. would take a trick red zone play for Visca. No, Pete, here's the thing. Here's the thing. When the ship, when the ship has sunk this far, you just got it. You just got to abandon ship. Like I'm, I'm not sending McCole Hardman tweets. If it happens, it'll come back around to me in a good way. But I'm not even trying to get these tweets off right now. Like we just got to let it go. Kitchen, if I, are you just fishing for us to say that the most important signings were Austin Hooper and Robert <laughs> no. Woods? <laughs> I want to know. I want to know, like what's like what you guys are really excited about. Like what what's your favorite off season addition? I mean, I will I will say that Russ Wilson to the Broncos. Well, um, sure, yeah. That was, I mean, there was always the rumors like, oh, would they get Rodgers, maybe Rodgers Adams package deal? Because we've all stared at their talent on offense and be like, if you get a real quarterback in here, this could be a blast off scenario. I think Russ is a great fit and you can just go down the depth chart. I mean, all the way down to KJ Hamler and Tim Patrick, like those guys can produce with Russ Wilson, Javante Williams, hopefully taking the reins. That offense is going to be so fun. Yeah, I agree. Although it is, uh, there, there is this big, uh, you know, this is like the, the shark fin coming out of the water that everyone's ignoring right now, which is that there's no team showing any interest in Melvin Gordon right now. And Melvin <laughs> Gordon said, I want to be back in Denver. Denver said, we want to have him back. He could sign like a, a one year, $2 million deal. And I don't, I don't imagine that he, he is going quietly into the gentle night. Honestly, from a, from a fantasy draft perspective, like, give me, I don't want to have to draft Javante Williams at the one, two turn, you know, let Melvin Gordon come back. He, he, he's, but, he's going there regardless. I, I think Melvin no. Gordon, could, Melvin Melvin's Gordon, back. He's not going at the one, two turn. Where do you think he goes? Third round. No, oh, fuck. No, no. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Devin. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way because the, because what, what you'll see is that people are so anchored already to this idea that he's not on the team that I, I think most people will just cope with it. Like I'm doing right now and just be like, it's fine. It's just Melvin Gordon. I just, people are so anchored to recency bias and he was in a true 50, true 50, 50 split 50. with Melvin. Like they're not going to feel like pulling the trigger on him there. If he's back. What if, um, what if Hackett says, you know, they, they come in a training camp. Is this where like, I ask who Hackett is? <laughs> He's the old Green Bay offensive coordinator who's the head coach of Denver now. (laughs) So he comes into training camp and he's like, you know, we're, we're glad, we're glad to have what's his name, Melvin Gordon. We're glad to have him back, but you know, this is Javante's backfield. We believe we're going to, we're going to, what was the the quote about CJ Spiller? We're going to give him touches till he throws up. Right. 
Yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, I think if Melvin's back, people are going to assume he's getting some sort of touches. Um, so I don't know. I would definitely take the, uh, going much lower than the one, two turn. If Melvin's back. Oh, all right. So, uh, Brown's sitch, since we're kind of recapping just our general thoughts about all these moves, do you think that the Browns this year, like how many games does Deshaun Watson play? Like in between six and eight, I think. Because there is, there is precedent for the NFL suspending players in which there is no criminal conviction and his legal issues are not done. Um, all of the, all of the plaintiffs of the potential grand jury indictment are not dropping their civil cases. So either he's going to Cleveland thinks that it's six between six and eight. Yeah. They structured his, I mean, that was the, that was the, probably the worst thing about all of it, which was all pretty gross and terrible was that they structured his contract in such a way that he basically loses no money. Even if he's suspended for the entirety of the 2022 season, all of the money is deferred to the later years of his contract. So how does this bad is mean Baker we might Mayfield? get Jacoby Brissett season? Is that who they the signed? First, yeah. Yeah, probably. Like first eight games or whatever. Nothing is more inspiring than Amari Cooper and Jacoby Brissett playing outdoors in Cleveland. Like that's going to be fantastic. <laughs> Do you see Tyrod is now with the Giants? Yeah, they finally got a quarterback. Good for them. <laughs> oh, Daniel Jones season, man. It, uh, it, it is going to be a little bit of a bummer. Like the easiest way to, to just make any day better was just to just hate on the Giants, you know, just send some pithy Gettleman is a loser tweet, you know, immediate 10 retweets, 112 faves, lots of, lots of responses. And uh, it's, it sucks that we just have kind of lost that as a community. The, uh, the only quarterback related to the Giants I care about is the new starting quarterback of the Pittsburgh Maulers, Kyle Loletta. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> USFL season, guys. Oh, you know, you, you should have done a redo of your original XFL photo, though. The USFL photo I, was not trust as me. good. Trust you me. You just photoshopped, too. Guys, there's a roadmap <laughs> for these photos. <laughs> I already have it in mind. That was to get the quick release with the announcement out. Don't worry. We, Trust that is the in process. the process. I think the caption is going to be web to me versus web three me. <laughs> uh, XFLP, USFLP, the same spot. So stay tuned for that. Uh, Appealing yeah. to the crypto crowd you picked up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Board Apes just raised $450 million on um at like a five billion dollar evaluation yesterday but it's a good it's a good normal and healthy economy i'm sure there's not going to be any prices to be paid later down the road for some of these valuations i I think that would have been a good company to invest in really early on (laughs) yeah well and i bet kitchen would have probably even have been able to get in on the seed round as you know a board ape whale if he would have held his initial position really kind of compounded his bet on the yuga labs ecosystem Things could have been very different uh, this offseason. Uh, yeah, what would uh, how much how much ape coin would ten apes have been airdropped to you? How you know how much roughly? I don't. I don't honestly. <laughs> this I is good that you haven't thought about it. I had it's really good. Used, yeah, it's helped. Mute some keywords. Um, you know, now <laughs> the bit it's just like a part of the bit. Like, hey, I was the guy that paper handed apes. It wasn't just me though. I mean, there's a lot of people that. Oh. It's that totally is, worth the true. bid equity for sure. Yeah. There's so, <laughs> totally worth the bid equity. 
So Davis, uh, when I come to your wedding, I'm just going to bring pictures of all the apes that I sold and just like tell people that I meet. <laughs> no one, like, no one at my wedding is going to know what an NFT is. Okay. Wow. Here's, here's, here's the question, Davis. What's going to be the ratio of DFS slash fantasy guys to like normies at your wedding? 95 Can we to say five? skater boys? Uh, you're invited. Bank Myers invited. Leone's invited. Overzet's invited. Tuttle's invited. Drewby's invited. Uh, and I think that's it. If I remember so we correctly. can really do some damage to your brand with your normie <laughs> friends. <laughs> you could, if that's if that's what you want to do with your wedding invitation. I would hope you wouldn't. You guys I are gonna mean, have to hold down the fort for me. I'm I'm not gonna be able to make it. Yeah, Overzet. Overzet's not gonna be. Oh, Crane's coming too or invited. I don't know if he's coming. Was it, was it because Davis planned it right in the middle of draft season? No, it's because Mike Zakarian uh, from team hold is getting married and I'm in that wedding. They picked the same day. And so if Davis would have been, had me be in the wedding, then we would have really had, a that would have been, that would have been, that would have been, that would have been, <laughs> been hardcore. I kind of thought about it. I kind of thought about it just for the bit equity of like, of like, <laughs> the bit equity. Of like Davis, you should have given him my invite. That would have been hilarious. What if I like the ring bearer? <laughs> Pete, if you're there, I would love to have you in the ceremony no. for the bit equity. I'm legitimately, all bits aside, very, very bummed. Um, I would have been there 100% uh, otherwise. So, yeah, I'm bummed. Could, we could have done the Swolecast on location. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> During the wedding. During the wedding. <laughs> Forget cutting the cake together. It's, it's Swolecast time. Oh, Correct. There. But you said you've been crushing the planning. I want to know time. what crushing the planning means to you. <laughs> I mean, like we're just way ahead on all the checklist stuff. Like it's all pretty much done. Like, I mean, obviously there's lots of like minor things that you have to do a little bit closer. Do towards. you have a planner? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just want to make sure that helps uh, tremendously. But we asked like how involved you were on the decisions. Like, and you said you were, you're more involved than your fiance is. No, I mean, we like most things in life, it's, it's pretty split 50, 50. Like neither of us is carrying more water than the other. Secret to a healthy relationship, Dave. Yeah, but but I mean, I get what you're saying, but most weddings are not 50-50 in the uh, planning department. I guess, I, I, I think maybe what Kitchen's asking is, are there any flourishes to the wedding that are going to have the Davis kind of stamp of approval like we're gonna see i'm gonna see some like ice sculpture of michael hardman be like oh yeah this was davis's no yeah no there won't be there, <laughs> there will not be there will not be anything there will not be anything like that i mean if laird if laird came that would be yeah. that would be the flourish like laird underwear something <laughs> that uh you know you can take a little piece of the i fantasy. i think i i think i am gonna bring my skateboard though to take photos because there's like a so in front of where we're getting married there's like a, a stair set and I think I'm gonna hop down it in my suit, dude. That you know when they you throw the rice at the couple when they're coming out of the, sure. the church or whatever. We all throw rice as David does a kickflip off yeah. of a four foot. But here's here's the thing, you mess up on a, just a normal staircase, <laughs> it's fine. You mess up on a suit. wedding day where people are looking at you. There are all sorts of cameras. Be the greatest viral video of DFS Twitter in the history. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's something it's something I'm it's something I'm pondering. You know, we'll see. 
Yeah. Uh, no, I'm um, all for it. I'm all for it because the risk reward is uh could you know great. could be could be great photo, could be great viral moment. You know, I think either way yeah. we can find some positives. All right. Honestly, and, and, oh god. People, people are here for the swole gas. <laughs> as you know, sometimes <laughs> we, sometimes we uh get off topic, but I feel like we're very on topic right now. You mentioned picture. Uh, I wasn't gonna bring it up, but maybe I, I will. Your engagement photo on the invite. It's on my fridge. I'm standing what? on a rock. <laughs> yeah, what's that strategic? Yeah, you I look told... about six six. No, Peter, I don't. I don't want you to show this. No, Peter, my, don't. My That's fiance. Do my fiance I, I didn't know. I didn't notice this, Davis. I she does, tell you that my fiance does not want to be doxxed. Okay. Right. Um, I didn't but, say her name or anything. It's not like please, Lauren. Please don't. She does not want to be doxxed. Or Nicole. Um, yeah, or but Hall. yes, I'm standing. I'm very strategic. I told the photographer I was going to do this. I was like, I'm, I, I, you know, we took some normal ones, like other ones, like with our dogs and shit. But I was like, we yeah. need, we need a, a couple where I am, I am perched. So Davis on the boulder. She <laughs> She's just like looking up at him. Um, you got to do it. Okay. Yeah. I, I have a very, very strong opinion on wedding photography. Ooh. And so I'm curious, Davis, are you, are you getting pictures with the bride before everything starts or are you doing it between doing a first look, ceremony Davis? and reception? So, so originally the plan was to do it between ceremony and reception. And then we were talking to the planner and they were like, you know, that just, cre it creates a bunch of logistical hassles for yes, everybody yes, else. Yes, you ended up on the good side of things. And so we you were like, a happy we were hour. Like, yeah, but, but, it, but that happy hour can be like long and it, it can be hot. It's like, miserable it's, for whoever's in the wedding. Yeah, exactly. And has to sit around. Yeah. Here so, is where soccer dad differs a little bit. I knew I'd have the opposite take of Tuttle here. <laughs> Well, you want the first look, pyramid. I want to be. Blah, I want to see her walking down the aisle, yeah. and um, you know, I want the tear. I want the. I want the everything. That and, is a soccer Dave move. Yeah, that's a soccer that. Dave thing. Yeah. I no, because like I we we did our first look ahead of time too, and even then, our photographer still made us do like twenty minutes of photos, and I'm like itching to get to the cocktail hour. We had a nice cocktail hour, and then you feel like you get to enjoy it for about twenty minutes, and then it's over. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, Davis, the wedding, it's not about you. That's what you need to understand. First. <laughs> it's not about you. You're not going to, you're not going to sit down and everything. It's everybody wanting to get a, to talk to you and everything else. So just be prepared. I, I, it's all good. The only thing that's really bothering me right now is that I haven't found a way to rig up a way to register for, for JPEGs on the wedding. Like I thought, I thought there would be some sort of plan to have, to have like a crypto wedding registry. Seems like you over a goon. You, you want, want people? me to buy you a moon cat? Yes. Oh my gosh. Kitchen, honestly, you should do that as a wedding gift. It would, be, it would be the best <laughs> bit ever. Congratulations, Davis. Here's and a then, Darius and then Garland. Every time, and then I would if he didn't like just like if I made this like big speech and then right after it, he like sells it for, you know, whatever the floor price is. The jokes I, I promise you if you if you gift me a moon cat i will hodl it forever i will never list it Ooh, all right. i like that all right. if anything that's just kind of diversifying your crypto security kitchen you know like it's not even going anywhere okay yeah we'll, we'll i mean we'll see i'm not going to ruin the gift for you i mean 
but also like let's just lower expectations and I just, like, don't get you a moon cap. it's gonna be like a toaster or whatever is on your register. like i mean it's, I'm shocked. See, Davis, I would I wouldn't trust people I, because if you had something to get an NFT registry, everyone I bet people are just going to send you the worst shit. The worst like, shit. Yeah. That Kama suit, whatever the uh, the pixelated. Oh yeah. Not gang all day car moments. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Goons, goons of goons of Balatrun. God, so dusty. I finally moved off a few more of those at a loss. I can't. I, saw I can't bring. Pumping. I can't bring myself to do it. Because so I was pumping what? some all day pack the other week that he opened. Yeah, you those know who was those on had that? to be worth like five bucks. Two Tua's. Why I got is, two Tua's? What are your guys' thoughts on why all day is so boring compared to Top Shot? Like Top Shot is still so much more fun. My take is that there's no good curation to yeah. the moments too, and it feels so scattershot with like week thirteen or whatever. It's like I want the definitive Jamar Chase rookie melt from the whole season, not just some random a random moment. Yeah, one hundred percent. And that's I actually why right. I liked the Jalen Waddle that I got is because it was a touchdown. Like you, you don't most of the run you want like a, a run that's like impressive, even if it's not a touchdown. Like that is like ooh, like a highlight. You want an actual highlight. Wait, are they just throwing like out top, like ten yard slants out there and stuff? Yeah, like on a top 10, like if it's a sports center top 10, you don't want some first down that moves the chains. You know, like I agree with the curation. I, I got I got a punt on my second time ever opening a pack and I didn't buy a pack again. I was like, that was too lame. Like that was just way too lame. The, I'm the other buying thing, packs. I mean, that's a, well, the, the other reason you know it's broken <laughs> is like when I've opened mine, the biggest sweat has been just no defensive players, no defensive yeah. players. Like, I don't even care if I just even get a Keelan Cole. I'm like, yes, not a yeah. defensive player. No, yeah. I mean, I almost, everyone knows I'm a Titans fan, right? Um, wow. So, but like there, if you wanted to go all in, like, you know how I went all in on Darius Garland. I almost went all in on AJ Brown too, because like his, it wasn't like his debut. Cause I think his debuts are rare, but it was a season one AJ Brown moment. It was like going for eight bucks or nine bucks. I don't know what it is right now. It might be the same thing, but you get just like a hundred of those and hope that they go for eventually 50 or a hundred bucks. I don't know. It just feels like, it feels like there is some, uh, some upside there, but I do agree with someone who's like, I, why buy a pack for two fifty? when I can just spend that 250 and like legit good players at bottom prices right now. Well, not to mention the whole price point for like, we joke about top shot being in beta, even though they've been around forever, like all day could make a legitimate claim to being in beta for those initial drops. Like don't charge us 250 for, <laughs> I did not know the pack. You guys are spending 250. No, I, no, I no, I did. But, I'm oh not. My no, my friend did my friend. I would spend, I would spend 250 on any, freaking thing that top shot would drop at this point like i just am hopelessly like i just am a top shot fiend like i can't i can't help it but well the big difference and i'm not educated on nfl day at all i obviously didn't even know they were charging 250 a pack but the difference when nba top shot was charging or increased their prices to some legendary packs and what stuff is money was already on their site on, on the site they already yeah. had an ecosystem because people already bought much lower priced packs 100 250 is like and that's why people would reinvest the money in highly highly priced things is because it's like oh i'm already playing with you know dealer's money anyway or house money anyway 
but to you know have to go on deposit two. Dave, do you think we will? Do you think we'll ever get underwater on these garland moms? Of course. It's pretty far. Pretty far away to to where. Okay, but Davis, here's the thing: you bought at the absolute top. It didn't matter (laughs) what you bought. Like this is the least amount of underwater at you least, could be. At least I'm I'm less down bad than the guy who paid thirty thousand dollars for the t- legendary Tyler Hero. <laughs> right, and I think I paid like fifteen. <laughs> I think I paid like fifteen for a Ja Morant MGLE season one. Like I mean, there it doesn't matter what you bought. You're gonna be. Pete, how how good. down how down bad are we on our Zion debut that me you and Karain co own? I know we're down bad on it because the other day I was like filtering my collection by like lowest ask. And I just kept scrolling and scrolling. (laughs) I was like, this one, this one used to be way up by the top. (laughs) Zion had to have been the worst individual player that anyone could have bought in on when top shot was pumping like all relative to what he did. And like, like he, it's gotta just be the worst. Like Zion had to be the nut low. And not to mention, we talk about like curation and actual cool moments. His volleyball spike block is still legit. One of the coolest in a vacuum moments there. And he just tanked it. We just, we just need him to, we just need the Pelicans to trade for James Harden to be the next team to try and fix James Harden. And then they make the playoff run next year. The Darius Garland rookie play is nice too. But I I honestly, I can't, I don't even remember what it is. I like, I own this moment. It's like he gets it's an, it's an and one, know? it's an and one from his first game, and he does it, or maybe it's not his first game, but it's his rookie. But he does like a spin over the backboard and it drops in. Like it's a, it's a cool moment. But last week, I got a text, uh, like it was to me and you, Davis, or as a as a tweet to me and you, like your your moment has finally arrived. And I guess there was a LeBron challenge and you needed it on the spin, the wheel, you needed a Darius Garland season one. Yep. I, uh, I did. I was able to complete that challenge because of that, which was nice. Um, so I love, I love the challenges. The challenges. Are yeah. Bad. I could have sold, but I, I mean, that was the moment if I wanted to like, cause I've got, I think 30 Darius Garland season one rookies. So I missed it. I missed you learned you learned a lot during the NFT boom, didn't you? We're just gonna keep hodling. That's what that's what I learned. All right, let's get back to NFL. Yeah, LeBron James is out tonight, by the way, guys. Oh wow, how's that gonna affect the peons tonight, Tuttle? Yeah, get to grind that for an eleven games. You know what? At least the 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 end of this NBA season has been really good and teams like have to win every single night. Like you're it could be so much worse for you if every team was like already resting guys right now. They've done a little bit better at announcing lately. We'll see if that, that continues. But, I mean, actually, it'll be interesting to see Westbrook. Nobody cares, but Russell Westbrook's complete dust. So it'll be interesting Brick. to see if people still play him. Westbrook. Um, you guys remember a couple years ago when the West was just absolutely loaded. Yeah, now it's the East. Right. But, the I mean, it was like if you were the, the ninth or tenth team in the West, you would have been like the second or – third team in the east like that's it was, how, wasn't it like that for like seven or eight years i mean there was a probably three, probably been longer than that yeah it's three or four years but it was when we started having all these is when durant went to the warriors and you had all these like super teams and everything else um and now i feel like that's how the afc is for the nfl and so i'm gonna throw out some 
like we know what a rug pull is, right? People in the crypto space know what a rug pull is. It's whenever you think you're signed up for something, you're really excited about it. And then the dev, the developer just pulls the rug right the, out from the you. cuddly, the cuddly koalas effect. Yeah. And I mean, an example would be Davis getting promised to get a moon cat as a wedding gift. And then he doesn't get it. That would yeah. be a kitchen. That would cat. be, that would be kitchen pulling the rug. Off that me. would be me rug pulling day. <laughs> there have been so many moves this off season that a few of these AFC teams and their fan bases are going to be rug pulled. You can only have seven playoff teams. And you look at some of these teams, like the teams that, the bills for instance like they didn't really make any big moves but they're going to be really good you mentioned the the chargers um davis and then all these other teams that made moves the broncos the raiders the colts the browns uh the dolphins so you got to go in and you you got to tell us like who are some of the teams that are not going to make it like what are the teams that are going to be rug pulled and just not make the playoffs this year I mean, it's the Chargers. The Chargers are the rug pull team. They're always the rug pull team. They're the rug pull team every year. They got Justin Herbert and they got all they what they uh what Bosa is the guy's name. I mean, they have all these players and it's just every, they're just destined. They're just destined to be the rug pull team. Like like they're already moved way up in Super Bowl odds. And we just all we all know. We all know what's coming and it's not good. So you think the Chargers don't make it. Do you think the jet or do you think the dolphins make it? No. Uh, I mean, I think the, the chargers will be like the chargers will probably be like the fourth seed and then they'll lose to the Bengals at home or whatever. No, that's not what I'm asking though. I'm asking you're, who, you're asking, you're asking which team doesn't make the playoffs. Yeah. That like, I mean, it'll be, it'll be, who, it'll be whoever has the worst injury luck is the team that won't make the playoffs. But I, in terms of like real, rug pull like the Packers rug pulled everyone last year they win they win 13 games and they they score seven points on offense at home against the 49ers like that's that's the rug pull I mean the the other rug pull will be uh when the big football guys like uh you know Trent Dilfer and Dan Orlovsky and stuff the Patriots will win a couple games they weren't supposed to and they'll be like you know the Patriots are going to be a tough out and then they'll get boat raced at home or a boat race on the road if they if they do make the playoffs because they're the slowest team in football. Yeah, but I don't know. Like again, we're just talking about teams that make the playoffs. The the AFC is so loaded that there are going to be a number of teams that don't make the playoffs. Pete, you understand this concept of this this segment, right? I do. I mean the the biggest team that's going to get rug pulled and i'm shocked where they're still at in the super bowl odds it is the packers i mean they have the fourth shortest odds right now in the market at plus 1000 i mean that that seems crazy to me and i think they could be a team that misses the playoffs we saw how brady looked just being Mm -hmm. down a couple of godwin um in a b at times and how rudderless that offense looked and now you're gonna take this out uh adams away for rogers this seems way too frothy for their odds yeah, it was an AFC related question though, Peter. Like I understand that you you get the concept, but it's an it, maybe maybe you need to ask more pointed questions, Kitchen. Kitchen Kitchen is asking us which good team in the AFC is going to miss the playoffs. I mean, unpopular opinion, it's the Bengals, right? The Bengals have this pretty pretty average roster and they ran super hot. I mean, they ran unbelievably hot in the playoff. They could have lost every playoff game they played. Should have lost uh, the Titans. <laughs> 
<laughs> what what about the true hot take that the AFC West now is all rocked up and the Chiefs don't make the play? I can't, I That's can't what even, I can't even I, like, I think there is a definite possibility that the Chiefs don't make the the playoffs this year. Well, they have like one and a half good players. So I guess in the end of the day, it wouldn't be that surprising, but man, would it freaking suck? <laughs> that would not be fun. But hey, even um, like as a Titans fan, when the Colts got uh, Matt Ryan, it's like, you know, there's, there's not going to be a, a wild card coming out of the AFC South. So you just better win the AFC South if you want to. So Tuttle. Yeah, I really have not a whole lot of idea what we're talking about because I was just talking <laughs> basketball with some other people um, yeah. on work slack. But I heard the Chiefs and I had a spicy Chiefs take from earlier that I wanted to get off. So I thought now is potentially a good time. Okay. Um, Travis Kelsey is dust. Ooh. Oh, well, he already he already he already was. And he then Tyreek started to. So the, the, the take is that Tyreek Hill leaving doesn't make him less dusty. It makes him more dusty. Yeah. Um, I bet you won't I mean, say that to his face. I mean, I think probably, I, I think probably any hints of like actual dust are more likely to influence the chiefs at a team level than yeah. a Travis Kelsey fantasy level. The other thing is, I mean, if they take, if they sign another free agent and they draft Jamison Williams or whatever, I, I think there's my, my, this is my coping mechanism, but my coping mechanism would be, Teams clearly had an answer to the last three years of the Chiefs offense. Or I remember how bad they looked against uh, the Titans. Um, that that I mean, it was one of the worst games in Mahomes' career before his total collapse in the AFC Conference Championship. But clearly it needed to change anyways because there was a defensive front that teams were putting on the Chiefs and they turned Mahomes into a game manager. And so just giving some different looks and having – different players with the different skill set. I mean, I, the thing is, is Tyreek is just so freaking good, dude. He just is yeah. so, like, he's so good that I maybe, and I'm just coping. Honestly, well, I'm the, just coping. And I mean, the thesis is Kelsey's baseline is already so high that, it, like, he's not going to improve. Like, you're not going to really improve on 10 targets or whatever it was per game. No. Like, you can no. only feed him the ball so much. So as age continues to settle in, is there's less weapons around him? You mentioned offensive efficiency. If they have less end zone looks or red zone looks less touchdown so yeah I, I think I think Kelsey like some people might be like oh Hill's out Kelsey's gonna gonna eat I don't think that's the correct take. well guys uh literally breaking news right now maybe yeah, we I already found the even. skeleton key for the Kansas yeah. City Chiefs Ronald Jones visiting the team this afternoon oh <laughs> they need some more running backs there in uh Kansas. well rumor rumor on the street is that they are gonna let McKinnon and Daryl Williams both go so they do kind of need a running back because doesn't McKinnon still have a year left on his contract? Pretty sure it was a one-year deal. You had to bring up. I mean, I, I still have terrible memories of Daryl Williams, Jerick McKinnon. Yeah. Playoff football. Yeah, it was really not. It was really it was. not a good time. Uh, yeah, McKinnon. McKinnon was on a one-year deal. He was at Mahomes' wedding, though. I did. I know. I saw that photo. I uh, I was in Hawaii when Mahomes had his wedding. I also missed uh, Chris Conley at our hotel by one day um, oh but it's a bummer i should have crashed uh the mahomes wedding i saw kelsey tearing it up on the dance floor seemed like it was a good time so that is the the corain and i did some investigative reporting and we basically found out that like every chief's player past and present was there so we thought it was kind of like this 
oh, McKinnon got invited to the wedding. Maybe Mahomes really likes him. And, and not, just all of the Chiefs players were there. <laughs> yeah, you, you mentioned Kelsey. Like, they've got that tight end university here in Nashville. I wonder if we could get media passes to that. Like, yes. and then maybe we'll do DFS. Be maybe we'll do a DFS house too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> DFS, DFS house is going to be turned into best ball house. Did sure. you get it? Yeah. Was there a DFS house vibe uh, in Nashville? I, I was gone on my trip when you guys were all congregating. It, it seemed like a fun time. Yeah. So they asked for, um, so it was a bunch of established the run guys. Um, Levitan, the OGs, Levitan, Dink, uh, Wiggins, Taylor, and Leon, Leone ate the like hottest hot chicken and it didn't even phase them. And um, Dink and Bells gave him $250 to do it. Just- uh, I, do you know, I was very uh, not online during my trip, um, but I happened to check Twitter at one point, saw that photo, immediately saved it and said, this is going on some thumbnail or some email <laughs> yeah. at a Discord server yeah. at some point. The, uh, I always like to take candid photos of Leone because they are <laughs> so good. Like uh, they, they just can be used in, in so many ways for Photoshop purposes. But we're, I told him these like awesome brunch spots and they go down there and like, nah. It was too long of a wait. Like they didn't reserve any sort of restaurants in Nashville, which you you have to. Um, and so they ended up like going to it's called the pub for brunch, and it was this place I'd never even been to, and <laughs> uh, it was pretty bad. And then I I was telling him like, yeah, we got a ping pong table at the office. Well, everyone just jumps up basically. And what I didn't know is that Bales and CSU both brought the, the house that they're running in Nashville, they brought their ping pong paddles, their own ping pong paddles to play. And so we went to the office and then played ping pong for like a couple hours before we- I'm kitchen, I'm surprised you had time considering yeah. how busy your work <laughs> schedule has been recently. <laughs> Director of creative. <laughs> they caught me on an unbusy day. They caught me on a Friday you can write that off as uh you know industry networking right db, db are you db yeah, are you watching work. the show bud yeah. guys when we get when when i'm able to book levitan leone dink on this <laughs> yeah those, those guys those guys are really hard to track down no yeah. here's the thing <laughs> here's the thing he says it as a joke but you 100 know this is his rationalization for it 100 100 i mean it's not like hitchin had anything else to do with the office that day so it's not like, like he, he can be yeah that he would classify it as work to, to holly to his wife he'd probably one million holly i gotta go one million no i told her that i played ping pong and went to some random place called the pub and then you uh, said, I love my job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and DB was supposed to join us, but um, he had he, to work. He, his flight got canceled. <laughs> <laughs> his flight got canceled. So, anyway. Oh, sorry, I'm at the office, dude. Nothing I can do. <laughs> but uh, for people wanting to know, yes, I beat Drew Dinkmeyer 11 to 1 in ping pong. And Drew Dinkmeyer, he played college tennis. At an Ivy League school, same sport for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the best? Who was the best ping pong player out of that crew? And don't say yourself. Got to be Bales. No, no, it was CSU, right? Yeah, CSU. Cause, like, because I saw I saw the tweets, the little back and forth exchange about how um, Bales thinks he suckered him into a bad price or something. Well, it's because he was giving him like seven, like seven points. However, I will say. 
the serve is important in, in table tennis and CSU, he, you know, he kind of ball to paddle, doesn't throw it up Olympic style. Um, we battled. Oh, I just, I, I'm just like, I know how loud these guys get when they're gambling. I'm just like, this does not sound like that fun of a time. I should end. have taken Levitan's <laughs> money. Cause I, I, I was able to beat Levitan uh, pretty easily. And he thought he was going to be able to take me. Kitchen, did they make you? Did they make you? Situation. Did they make you CCR? Well, you went to when you went to lunch. Did you get a little sweaty? Uh, oh no, that was uh, that was for the hot chicken, and yes, I did lose that. <laughs> really? <laughs> that, CCR um, CCR sucks, dude. Yeah, that's that's when Kitchen threw down the uh, the better collective <laughs> card. <laughs> dude, on the work, work credit card. He's like, he's, he's, he's like, hey, he's like, hey, DB, can I get this expense approved, please? <laughs> I know you couldn't make it because you're stuck at the office, but this is how you win. So Pre-roll credit card. Logs on to Slack and sends Stephanie a message. Bell has a $150 paddle and he's the spinny guy. You know, he's like the heavy spin, which is good for me because I'm, I'm more like very aggressive, but Bales is, he's so Bales that right. Like after he got done playing ping pong against everyone, then he sends out a tweet which was, does anybody in the Miami area like can teach or coach ping pong? And so I know that he's going to go and spend like a year of his life just trying to become a better ping pong player. Like it's, it was so classic bales after that. I, so. I mean, we, it's been a while since we've gotten a new lucky Maverick post. I need a, how I became a <laughs> ping pong pro in 11 months. Uh, how I spent, uh, how I spent $10,000 on a ping pong coach to win a hundred thousand dollar bet. <laughs> so every, everyone's talking about like what time they have to leave. Like, Oh, I gotta make, be at the airport. Gotta be at the airport this time. Gotta be at the airport this time. And <laughs> so Bill's what time are you leaving? And like, he's like, Oh, I don't have a flight book. <laughs> and there was like, what? They said, yeah, I'm going to go find a place to fish. <laughs> what okay. a life. What a life. Speaking about people having to go, hard I do have a hard, hard out. out. I do have a hard a out. A couple minutes before 4 p.m. Not a bit. Yeah, we can we can wrap her up. You said 4 p.m. <laughs> well, that's when my show starts. You know, I like to be in the hopper a little bit ahead of time. Oh, do, some do you want to plug your show while you're on this show? Brian and I moved uh, Lowell's from the evenings to uh, the late afternoon. So oh. Brian and I. That's Sam Hoppin's gonna hop on. We're gonna talk a little F1 uh, DFS. Who I, we I, get I'm really, a... I'm really disappointed in your decision to not become an F1 thought leader. It's a, it's an area that I think would feel very rich for your style of comedy. You know, maybe I pull a Brady, say I'm out, and then storm <laughs> right back right in. Back in. <laughs> um, speaking of F1, kudos to the RG projections and optimizer team because we already have an optimizer set up for F1. They were able to do that in three or four days. So I thought that was pretty impressive. All right. I, I just think um, that'll that be it. Integrated ad. Yeah. Who, uh, who are going to be some of the, the key targets that we get for this off season for guests? Everyone you played ping pong with. Yeah. I thought, I thought that was the point of your business lunch. Well, that's yeah. Besides them, I already did the dirty work there. Well, the, the most logical guest would be Darren Robel. Oh man. I don't, I don't know if he gets the show. Oh, do you, I didn't know we had qualifiers. You know what? We the, should we should see if we should see if Patrick wants to do it. We should see if Laird wants to do it. Yeah, um, I think he'd 
doesn't want to and probably not a great stylistic fit um <laughs> i just was, like the interaction between laird and the potential interaction between laird and kitchen would be really good we haven't done a show with him for a while we should probably we should best set friends, that up at least yeah um kitchen's got to read a book if he wants to do a show with laird <laughs> deal yeah book review book club um all right i'm thinking <laughs> trying to think more outside can we shoot He's too busy. Can we let the people know? I'm putting you on the spot, Kitchen. What's going to be the cadence for off-season swolecasts? Every week. Every there week. will be there will be swolecasts this year. I want to swolecast next week. Yes. Yeah. We'll okay. do a swolecast next week. The week we, after we that. we literally didn't get to 20% of the NFL shit because did you think that we were gonna like <laughs> as the swole cast is, do you think we we're gonna be hyper focused and go team by team? I thought we get I thought we'd get at least 10 minutes of Mariota, to be honest. I didn't even talk about the Titans once. <laughs> you didn't talk about Robert Woods. I kept trying to yeah, get you into it. Yeah, acquisition. Yeah, Ro- Woods and Hooper. Um <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Here we go. Hey, Kitchen, who do you want to tight end this week on DraftKings? What, Austin Hooper, who did the Titans play? <laughs> I mean, no, that they filled some needs there, and then there's going to be some rookie wide receiver that's going to just get their value absolutely tanked when the Titans draft them. I think it's um, – It's a good class. It's a good, good wide receiver class. Yeah. So, you know, maybe maybe we'll try to get J.J. on, see what J.J. is doing, or someone that knows a little bit about this upcoming draft class um but yeah we'll we'll have that and if listen if people want more swole cast episodes during the week during the season you want four or five episodes a week let us know i'll do swole cast every day dave don't challenge me there's a version where kitchen doesn't sell his apes he's rich in ape coin and he distributes ten dollars in ape coin a, or ten ape coins a day to me tuttle and, and Maddox to do yeah. a show to do show. i much rather three, live in that world be a yeah, three full cast. my my wedding gift from dave would have been a lot better in that universe I think. <laughs> it would have been a kennel club dog <laughs> <laughs> all right uh oh by the way kudos and congratulations to sosa for becoming a a dad to a um little girl and he's joining girl dad life so congrats to him he's right now taking care of that little girl and devin is once again stuck with us so uh thank you devin for producing the show for us final thoughts before you go davis you know it's been a great time as patrick Mahomes being the MVP favorite, the Chiefs being the Super Bowl favorite. And um, Nick Rudman, enjoy enjoy your 18 months of happiness because it's not going to last that long, bud. Davis, when you ask for a swole cast, if we're doing a swole cast for every week for the past seven weeks, was yeah. this everything you thought it would be and more? I really thought it was going to be more mocking you for being excited about Austin Hooper and less of me feeling existential dread about the Chiefs being an eight-win team. It's called personal growth, Davis. Let me read a book. All right, uh, Tuttle, final thoughts from you. Any terrible takes? I'm oh, just month? excited to, to get working on some updated ownership for the people that are probably complaining that it's not out yet <laughs> after the LeBron news. All right, and Peter? I thought today was a solid show. Uh, DB, I think we earned uh, some more shows. And I'll just say, in the game of life, David, you're either the rug puller or you get rug pulled.
wise words. I mean, I, all right. Uh, that will do it for this week's podcast. Hit us up on uh, Twitter. Leave a comment on YouTube. Leave a favorable review on iTunes. That would help out as well. And uh, we appreciate you. All the people that are watching right now, you guys are true fans. And for that, we appreciate you. We'll see you next week here on the Swolecast on rotogrinders.com. Peace.